It's about the tools we use. It's about the stories we tell. It's about how we change. It's evolution, baby. Welcome back to Do the Evolution. I'm your host, Jason Lang, and this is my podcast about all things filmmaking, technology, and transformation. This week, I wanted to chat about something uh, that's up in the news I'm pretty passionate about, and that's net neutrality, Um, an issue a number of us had thought was kind of sorted and solved and on the way to being solidified and protected in our culture. But with the new administration, uh, Trump recently appointed Ajit Pai to head the FCC, which is kind of the governing body that deals with net neutrality. And a number of actions he took last week already indicate some very bad things for them challenging net neutrality and trying to get it overruled. Specifically, um, they closed some investigations over AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile for what they call zero rating practices um, with their wireless bandwidth plans. And that's basically the idea that these companies um, who are all in some ways part of bigger conglomerates make deals in which they don't charge for certain things counting against your bandwidth caps. So if you're on a 10 gig a month mobile share plan with AT&T, they were doing this thing where direct TV streaming did not count against it, which is actually super popular. They have found with low income households who often don't have any other kind of internet connection, sometimes don't have cable TV. And so that's their primary access point, but that opens up a big can of worms that actually falls under the kind of net neutrality rules. And what is net neutrality and why should you care? Net neutrality is this basic idea that the internet at this point should be considered a utility and governed and regulated as such, kind of like water, power, and gas. And the idea, like the core thing behind net neutrality is that internet service providers, and these are the people that actually pump the information into your house. They own the pipes, so to speak, in which the internet uh, travels across. And it's this idea that they cannot discriminate um, based on the content of those pipes. So an easy way to think of this is the metaphor for just the power grid that I've heard. That's super simple. And that's you have all these outlets in your house and you can plug stuff in and you get charged for how much you use, but not necessarily what you use. Um, And that's net neutrality in a nutshell in terms of how the Internet we hope would work. Meaning, yes, if they want to keep putting on more and more bandwidth caps, fine, whatever. They have to make up money somehow. But no, they should not be able to discriminate based on the type of content coming over those pipes. Using our metaphor, um, imagine right now that if you walked into your house and you had a General Electric hairdryer and you plugged it in, they charged you 
a rate of five times as much as your toaster oven. You'd be like, what? Why? It's not necessarily um, using that much more power. But for some reason, <laughs> they don't like hair dryers. So you get charged more. That would suck. Or in terms of the zero rating, uh, you could easily imagine what if you had a general electric hair dryer and a Whirlpool refrigerator and for various reasons, your power company cut a deal with Whirlpool, but not with General Electric. So you plug in both things and they don't charge you for the Whirlpool refrigerator usage, but they do charge you for the General Electric hair dryer. That would be insane, right? You would probably be pretty upset and it would absolutely impact the types of products you buy and the way you use them in your household. Now that's net neutrality is that's basically what they're trying to prevent with net neutrality. So without net neutrality, what these big companies and part of the problem is that there's been so much consolidation with internet backbone providers. They have so much power, you know, Comcast, um, Time Warmer, Spectrum, and I think Charter are basically the big three now, maybe AT&T. And the idea of net neutrality would be these companies, without it being governed like a utility, could start to prioritize and choose which bits and bytes they think um, should go over their pipes the fastest and not count against your bandwidth. Now, do I think there's some kind of big dark conspiracy behind this? Initially, no. I think it's mostly just these companies are losing a ton of money. This whole cord cutting thing is real. And if you have ever had or had parents that have had a cable package, you can see how just insanely bloated and expensive and over the top they were. Uh, my dad was paying something like 150 bucks a month for cable channels, most of which were garbage. You know, it's usually a few popular channels make possible the rest. And they were making a lot of money with those. Um, the quality of them even went down over time. I remember watching cable and the signal was so compressed. Like if you actually looked carefully at the image for a TBS or a TNT or something like that coming in and over a basic cable connection, it looked like standard definition, just YouTube trash. I could not believe they were charging for that. Uh, yeah, fun thing you can do if you have something like that, even if it's HD, go out and buy a digital antenna, plug it in, um, and tune into one of your local HD just stations, you know, one of your local networks. It might be a football game on or something. And you will instantly notice how much better it looks because that signal is totally uncompressed and then compare it to your cable signal and you'll see uh, how much exactly they're compressing it all so they can save some bucks and charge you more. Anyway, these companies have had to look for ways to make up for the loss in revenue from all these cable cutters. So they've been trying to come up with these other package deals to kind of incentivize you to give them more money. And so, you know, we've seen a lot of these companies are now into home security, have mobile share plans and have their own streaming services. And so they want to offer these package deals that will hopefully keep you on their system. 
And one of the best ways they can do that is by removing certain things from their bandwidth caps. And while that might sound like super awesome, like, great, wow, I can watch all the DirecTV I want, and it doesn't count across against my bandwidth. Um, that's a super dangerous precedent to set because all these companies are just corporations and corporations that have their own interests and are open to receiving influence from other politicians and other corporations. And if this precedent is set, it does not take much for something to happen where what if like even our current administration, the Trump administration, obviously is having this little war with CNN. What if they start to lean on one of these corporations and they're like, hey, you know what? I don't like CNN. Um, and I'm going to tax you guys more or change some regulation or whatever. Unless you make it harder for people to watch CNN. And what would be one way for that to happen? Uh, getting across net neutrality in the sense that someone like Comcast could basically be like, hey, you know what? What we're going to do is uh, deprioritize CNN traffic. So we're going to let it sit longer in our server queues so the information doesn't get around as fast. And we're going to prioritize Fox News traffic because they're, you know, they've clearly uh, a little more pro-Trump. And so Fox News would load faster in your browser and CNN would load slower. And then what if they took that even further and suddenly CNN counts against your bandwidth cap, meaning if you only have 10 gigs a month and you want to watch CNN, it's going to eat through that 10 gigs really fast. But Fox News is free because they've made a deal. What do you think is going to happen? It'll absolutely impact the types of things people watch and the types of content that they access. And that's the huge kind of argument we're trying to fight against with keeping net neutrality rules in place. The basic idea that these providers should not be able to discriminate the types of content, the speed with which they are coming over the pipes, or, um, to, you know, as they've tried to figure out ways around that already, this idea of zero rating and it not counting against your bandwidth. And even beyond just a consumer kind of fun um, entertainment perspective, this really impacts businesses and entrepreneurs as well. One area where we can totally see it is the stock market. And as it's become more and more computerized, it's become more and more important for transactions to happen in like milliseconds as opposed to seconds. And that has a huge impact. So imagine Goldman Sachs cuts a deal and they have cut deals. This is actually going on with almost all the major internet companies. They've cut deals where their servers actually sit within the buildings of these um, internet providers, which shaves off milliseconds. But then if you want to be a startup that offers some kind of other trading um, competition like Robinhood or someone trying to do something more egalitarian to open up the market to more people, that has an impact. You can't get your servers in there and that matters. Or it wouldn't, again, take much for one of these companies to be like, oh, we're going to prioritize your internet um, relays wherever they're coming from, even if they're not in our building versus uh, this other company who we won't. And it actually makes competition harder. Now, you might not agree that the internet should be a place of kind of equal opportunity, 
but I do. I think it's one of the passionate things I'm most passionate about. And one of the reasons the internet is such a unique um, emergence of the last decades in which one person with a laptop or these days just their iPhone can create content in media and services that compete with the largest corporations in the world. I think that's amazing. I think that's healthy competition in access, in action. And a large part of that is net neutrality, is this idea of dumb pipes of, well, the information is not going to be discriminated. We're not going to prioritize um, things from these big corporations over these solo entrepreneurs. And I think that actually increases competition in a healthy way and is a good net thing for the economy. So keep an eye out um, for net neutrality in the news and keep an eye out uh, for ways that you can make your voice be heard. They're definitely going to be testing the waters for getting around this because there is a lot of money to be made here for corporations if net neutrality is overruled. Um, and we're going to need to put up a fight. And it's literally a fight for the health of the internet and the health of really what the internet is, is access to free information and the flow of information. And as anyone will tell you, in a democracy versus an authoritarian regime, one of the major differential points is the is access to information and the free flow of information. Democracy requires it, whereas authoritarian regimes try to prevent it and control by actually restricting access to information. So this battleground over net neutrality could be even more important in these coming years. So keep your eye out and keep yourself educated. And until next time. Special shout out and thanks to Screaming Witness for the amazing intro and outro song. Check them out.